You all request some good songs. It's been a wonderful time this evening. There are three different locations that all claim to be sort of where it started. It was something that had been worked on for quite a while. It took a lot on the uh, work on the words and the music. It, it wasn't one of those songs that you sometimes hear about where a songwriter just sat down and 10 minutes later they had a song that everyone had sung forever. That's just not the way it was. In fact, the one who wrote it was so caught up in it that it was said it was actually affecting his preaching. He was a, a traveling speaker and traveling song leader, but during one particular meeting, he was also trying to compose a song. And finally, on the last day, in one location, he thought it was done. And so he called over some friends, and they sang it, practiced, and I guess we might say, for the first time. But, but that's not where it's claimed to have been sung for the first time, because that was basically just a practice, make sure the words actually rhyme, and all those sorts of things. But that evening, it was sung at the meeting he was preaching at. Another meeting started very soon after, and the song was sung in its entirety there. And later, four members of the local denominational choir performed the song. And today, all three locations have some notation of being where the song was sung for the first time, even though a couple of them know it actually wasn't. One has a historical marker. The other two places actually have gardens by a church building that are meant to commemorate that wonderful memory from way back in 1912. But... The writer of the song, as beloved as the song was and is, would later say it wasn't his greatest work. More about that in just a second. The traveling preacher and songwriter's name was George Bennard, or Bernard, and you've probably seen his name hundreds of times, even if you weren't paying attention. And the reason is because you have sung his three times honored song a whole lot of times. We didn't sing it tonight. I'm not trying to give something away like that. But over in the corner of a songbook or the corner of, of a PowerPoint slide, you've seen his name probably. Most of us barely pay attention to that, those names that are there. And so we probably just kind of let that name go by and never thought really about who penned the words and those sorts of things. But the song that he wrote, most if not all of us have gained so much from through the years. It's been sung before communion. It's been sung as an invitation song. It's been sung at funerals. And it's been sung at many, many other times because it takes Christians back to our main focus. What song is it? It's the old rugged cross. For 109 years, that song has been a favorite because it speaks to what happened on that hill far away. But it also ties that to how it should affect our lives now and for as long as we live. But as I said, George Bernard himself did not consider writing that amazing song the high point for him. Most of us probably would. We'd probably consider writing a song that we might say was an instant classic or be sung all over the world as, as our defining work. But he was willing to say that even though it wasn't his defining work, he was willing to say that the Oberger Cross, in his words, was the runner-up. So what was first? What did he consider more important more exciting than writing an immediately classic hymn that stood the test of time. Well, he expressed it in another song that he wrote, but it's one that's rarely, if ever, sung. I've never heard it. I've just seen the lyrics. 
like the old record cross, that song, the other song, has four verses in a chorus. I guess that's the way he wrote things. But let me read to you the first and last verses of that song and then the chorus that he wrote. Gathered are we in the name of our God. Lord, give us souls. Lord, give us souls. Trusting His grace and His wonderful word. Lord, give us souls, we pray. Harvest is passing, yes, soon we'll be gone. Lord, give us souls. Lord, give us souls. Bring us at last to our heavenly home. Lord, give us souls, we pray. And the chorus says, Seals to our labor and souls for our hire. This blessed Lord is our one great desire. Souls for whom Jesus, His precious life gave. Lord, give us souls, we pray. I said a moment ago that He was one time asked about the Oberg the Cross, and He said it was just the runner-up. What I didn't tell you, was what he had said just before that in that interview he was actually getting for, I believe, a magazine. Before saying the old rugged cross was the runner-up in his life, he said, quote, Saving souls was my greatest thrill. Now, I would disagree with Mr. Bernard on a lot of doctrinal things. I think all of us probably would if we studied some of the things he taught. But it's really hard to argue with a heart like that. Is seeing souls saved our greatest thrill? Do we pray like that song would have us to? Not the Obergard Cross, but the other song. That God would give us souls because, as that, as that poem, that song said, the harvest is passing. But also, tie his two songs together, or those two songs together, he wrote others. When we find those souls, do we take them back to the Obergard Cross? Because it's only there that anyone will ever find salvation. On that hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old, old rugged that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. I sometimes wonder when we sing that song, we sing it all the time, but I have to ask myself, am I living in a way that reflects Two lines specifically. One we just quoted, and I love that old cross. And the other line is, I'll cherish it till my trophies at last I lay down. I have to ask myself sometimes, am I living that way every day? And am I reaching out to souls to try to show them that old rugged cross really is where salvation is found? We've sung a lot of songs tonight, and we enjoy singing those songs, but the key, as we always say, is the words that we sing. We've taught each other a whole lot tonight if we really paid attention to the lyrics of these many poems that we've sung. And maybe this little thought for the last four or five minutes, or maybe something that we've sung tonight, has really touched your heart, has really made you think, have you gone back to that old rugged cross to become a Christian? Or as a Christian, is there something that we've sung tonight or something we've thought about tonight that just isn't right in your life? Well, you can still go back to the old rugged cross. And God will forgive because that's the kind of God that He is. If you need to respond this evening, will you do so? Always stand and sing to encourage you.